Section 11 of Loop Guru. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Loop Guru by Eden Philpotts. The Ruby Hummingbird. Chapter 2. Amongst the guests invited to the festivities at Villa Caprice were two young men, both important personages in their different ways at Grenada and each gentleman rightly deemed that the coming afternoon and evening would embrace the most tremendous moment in his life m achille garda a wealthy talented frenchman of brilliant exterior and pleasing manners approached the ordeal with considerable confidence james winter a broad-shouldered heavy-limbed youth with faint hint of the tar-brush in his big brown eyes and sallow skin and nothing but his full pocket to particularly recommend him came in fear and trembling a strange almost comic contrast the men presented they were in fact alike only in their regard for dr macdonald's daughter dulcie nor could the analyst have proved great similarity here for they loved with an altogether different sort of affection gada was little prince in Grenada he could ride splendidly sing divinely dance superbly men admired him women were said to be pliable as river rushes beneath the fire of his eyes this young gentleman found it impossible to remain blind to the worship his handsome presence and wealth and accomplishments commanded but he had a certain modicum of modesty he frankly admitted even to himself that dulcie macdonald was worthy of him it would he contended have been sheer affection to pretend that any girl living was too good men say such things and they sound well and humble when talking to a girl but they are only said never meant so ashilgara argued he was not ignorant of the fact that miss macdonald took some delight in his society many folks knew that too among small islands the business of friends and acquaintances and other people generally secures no little attention perhaps indeed stupid blundering jim winter was about the only individual in granada who did not wait in hourly expectation of hearing a great engagement announced it happened that these two men met on the road to villa caprice with the same intention they both came somewhat early gada in noble holiday attire with a smart little brown horse beneath him and a big white cotton umbrella over his head laughed as he saw jim winter's broad back and lengthy legs he was riding too a gaunt animal of good qualities and well equal to his weight m gada laughed again when overtaking the other he observed his clumsy efforts in dress the great bright flower in his buttonhole the gaudy tie round his neck a killing neck cloth my friend you will have the girls around you in a galaxy of beauty eh yes it is rather swell isn't it i hate finery you know but we must launch out at parties or people think you peculiar you can get another like this at johnson's store if you admire it truly it is divine 
and kara cast a little contemptuous glance of conscious superiority at his companion mr winter however missed that then the frenchman proceeded why you will cut us all out with d m who can tell the other started and his big brown face grew hot and dark while a broad hand clenched over his whip i know you men here call miss macdonald d m because she's famous and the queen of granada he said quietly but it seems to me rather a vulgar thing to do it is lacking in respect to her m gada frowned looked extremely fierce and then laughed are you also among her champions he asked it is lacking in respect to her repeated winter slowly and not answering the question then they dismounted for the gate of villa caprice was before them and by it stood their host with outstretched hands and welcome in his voice the first positively the very first come along in alfred you black demon where are you a negro came grinning out from the garden to take charge of the horses while dr macdonald led his guests indoors mr winter echoed universal opinion when he called dulcie macdonald the queen of granada nobody questioned her right to that proud title her beauty was of the regal sort that chains the eyes and challenges the attention that makes women talk and men keep silent she was fair and tall with a fine carriage and stately figure in her expression centred a lasting haunting charm and her eyes seemed to reflect the blue waters that surrounded her home and the blue sky above it dulcie was eighteen and had only within the past few months returned from scotland whither she had been sent for educational purposes the girl possessed some cleverness and rare natural taste and delicacy of feeling inherited from her parents she played the piano well and was generally considered by males to accompany masculine voices upon that instrument better than anybody in the west indies miss macdonald liked gentlemen's society and saw no harm in admitting the fact she was a strange mixture of shyness and reserve from which would burst forth at times fits of extreme frankness in presence of kindred spirits she had a clever watchful mother which is the best thing a pretty girl can have in the west indies or for that matter anywhere and now the young woman was constrained to answer a couple of somewhat exciting questions to the first she replied in tones of soft sympathy and delicate tact to the second with beating heart and the mist of joyful tears in her blue eyes End of section 11 Recording by Harshita